This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Joy 94.9. The Roundup on Joy 94.9. This is really bad for the kids and horrible and from the parents' point of view, but God, it's good TV. Practicing when I'm alone, like just imagining walking down the street. So it's good to practice at least. I'm sure you enjoy practicing on your own, Jed. Vinny Guadagnino. Vinny Guadagnino. Like much better, much, thank much better. You, thank yep. you. Oh, you don't know God. Rebecca Black. <laughs> I've got a picture of her here. She's gorgeous. No. She's also 14. So oh. <laughs> that's a bit. <laughs> I mean, she looks lovely. The Roundup. The Roundup. The Roundup. The Roundup. You're with The Roundup on Joy 94.9. Hi, and welcome to The Roundup on Joy 94.9. And guess what? It's our 30th birthday. Woo. Yep. It's all downhill from here on your weekly dose of opinionated current affairs, gossip and news on Joy 94.9, of course. I'm Anastasia Michael and with me as always this week is Ellie. Hello. And Michael, how are you going? Good, thank you. That's good. On tonight's show, Unable to Afford Your Own Home. Well, you're not alone. We chat chat to the director of a new documentary called Real Estate for Ransom. I'll, of course, be bringing you all the latest gossip straight from Hollywood and we want to know if you're guilty of petty crime. But first, Michael has the weekly roundup. Hi there, Michael Pinterbonner here with a news and current affairs wrap on the roundup and senior police in the UK have admitted that not enough officers were deployed as riots erupted this weekend. Police have also said that the outbreak of disorder that followed a peaceful protest on Saturday in Tottenham, London, could have been expected. More than 100 arrests were reported in North, South and East London in the twitter fueled riots. The oldest gay remaining survivor of the Nazi extermination camps has died in France at the age of 98. Rudolf Brasdell was born in Germany and sent to an extermination camp in the 1940s under Hitler's sexual budgetary plan. He survived and went on to become a gay rights activist. More than 10,000 gay men were executed in the camp Brasdell was placed in. The MasterChef finale has topped the ratings overnight, scoring 2.5 million viewers nationally. The finale, during which Kate Brax was announced this year's MasterChef, was controversially split up by an hour of 10's new reality program, The Renovators. Despite its success, this year's finale pales in comparison to last year's, which saw almost 4 million people tune in to watch Adam Lau crowned MasterChef. And a new study has found that a modest weight loss could improve erectile function and sexual desire in obese men. Researchers from the University of Adelaide studied 31 obese men over 8 weeks, where the men were placed on a strict calorie-reducing diet. The findings will be used to tailor weight loss programs and exercise programs, and could pave the way to improve sexual performance for men over the age of 45, a group that typically experiences a decline in sexual desire because of weight. And that is the news and current affairs wrap on the Roundup. Back to you girls.
Hey, you guys, a little piece of research has come across my desk that shows that um, there was a study based on internet browsers that found that Microsoft users had the lowest IQ, um, so lower than Firefox and Safari users. Dun, dun, dun. Is this for Explorer? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, the, the research researchers gave a free online IQ test to about 100,000 people, and then they plotted the average IQ scores based on the browser on which the test was taken. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'm a, I'm a uh, Mozilla Firefox user, so I think I'm okay. And You're I'm a there. Google Chrome boy all the way. It's really? the best browser that Are is out serious? there. Are you serious? Love yeah. Google Chrome. It's kind of taking over the world, though. So yeah. this research says that yeah, what does um, it say about Chrome me? people were the smartest of all with, ex- with exceptionally high IQ levels. Thank you. Thank well, you. It didn't do it for me. I, I'm not Chromed yet. Well, mm. are, you a, are you an explorer? Uh, no, I'm a, I'm a Firefox, thank you. And what are you, Ali? Um, I don't know. You're you a bit know? of everything? I use a Mac. What are, what's Sof- that? Safari. Safari. Yeah. Safari. Yeah. Does it tell you what Safari would be? Yeah, that's, that's up there. It's, it's up, up there, there with Firefox. All right, yeah. all right. Yep. But I heard a rumour, Ali. Did you? I did hear a rumour about this piece of research that it's you presented a, it's, to us. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy research, isn't it? Sketchy. Like you wonder, yeah, it's a bit <laughs> sketchy, right? So A little bit sketchy. Yeah. Oh well, uh, we like to think if we are in the in the top numbers that we're smarter than everybody else, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But I, um, I'm a bit dubious about this. So research, no revelations Mike. around that research because I heard that it was a hoax. Yeah, you heard it was a hoax. Yeah. Well, I thought being a Safari user, I had a really high IQ. So you believe it because you've got a Safari. <laughs> Fair enough. So maybe I'm. Maybe it's it is wrong. That proves it's wrong because I got fooled. Maybe it's truth in the eye of the browser user, perhaps <laughs> I don't something know. like that. And perhaps if you've you, got me. You've you're got using me. Explorer. You're yeah. thinking that you're maybe just convincing it's not. me to go to Chrome now. So it's now pretty I'm good. Ha- now I'm gonna go have there. Have a look. Anyway, can you afford a home, a deposit on a home, or are you trapped in an awful, evil rental cycle like me? Coming up next, we're going to be talking to somebody who's done a new documentary on this in Melbourne called Rent for Ransom, and that is next on The Roundup. We used to go together, looking after each other. I thought that you were better, look at you. Yes, and welcome back to Joy 94.9. You are listening to The Roundup with Ellie, Anastasia and Michael. And visit us on Facebook uh, and let us know what you think about anything on tonight's show. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash The Roundup on Joy 94.9. Or, of course, you can SMS us on 0427JOY949 or email on air at joy.org.au. Now, are you stuck in a rental ransom like me and unable to save enough money to afford your own home? I know there's many people in this room and definitely in Melbourne that are in that situation. Now, joining us on the line is Carl Fitzgerald. He is the director of a new documentary set here in Melbourne called Rent for Ransom. Welcome to the Roundup, Carl. Good. Thank you, Michael. Now, Carl, can you tell us, you know, this is a, a film about something that you're very passionate about. 
What is it about for everybody that's listening? Well, essentially, we've been told that the harder we work, uh, the, the wealthier we'll be. But uh, unbeknown to most people, that game has changed, and now it is uh, not so much who you know, but what you buy and and uh, when you buy uh, assets. It's all about buying and selling property. That seems to be the name of the capitalist game in this day and age. And we've seen that uh, globally that's caused huge property bubbles in Ireland, in Greece, in Spain, uh, UK, the US, virtually Australia, everywhere's had this global property bubble phenomenon. So we're talking about uh, is that a good thing and uh, what, you know, what can we do to make it fairer for everyone? So you, you talk about um, like the Australian taxation system being supportive of property speculation. Can you just explain for us what that means really? Yeah, well, if you uh, take out a second job, you get taxed at the highest tax rate. But if you're lucky enough to own your second property, you get uh, rewarded with negative gearing. And so uh, it seems that uh, the tax system is sorted to support those who already have uh, a piece, a place to call home, and that holds uh, those who don't have their own little place uh, uh, at a disadvantage. And um, you know, one of the, um, the many tricks that have gone has uh, given a huge favour advantage to property investors is the first homeowners grant. And if everyone gets $30,000, then that means that essentially uh, the price of land goes up at least $30,000. And so in effect, it's a seller's subsidy. And so there's all sorts of government tricks that go on to give property speculators huge advantages that any small businessman, um, you know, trying to employ people struggles to compete with. Okay, so how can the average Aussie kind of get around this or deal with this in order to get into the property market? Or is getting into the property market not what we should be thinking about? We've been running a campaign for the last four months talking, well, it's called the Home Buyer Strike don't buy now and it's all about the dangers of buying real estate at this point in time when there's a lot of uncertainty about global markets and the fact is that Australian uh, property prices have been dropping for the last six months and you'll actually save money by not buying now and just sitting out and waiting a little bit longer because not many people well not enough people know that property is, is basically three times more expensive than what it has been over Australia's uh, immediate post-World War II history. So we're in this huge bubble and as many people as possible need to be warned that now is not the time to be buying property. Carl, when will be the time to be buying property? You talk about you know property going up by you know three times the amount and obviously salaries have not moved up equally. When when should people look to buy property? Well, that is the million-dollar question, isn't it? And the way the share markets are going at the moment, um, yeah, our employment prospects may well become a little less certain in uh, the days and weeks to come. So I'd be saying, listen, just save your money and study up on the real estate market. I'd be thinking at two years' time, um, property prices will have dropped at least 20%. And uh, if you... Uh, calculate that over 
25-year mortgage. That's a huge saving, probably enough to uh, send yourself to Vanuatu and back uh, a couple of times each decade. That's a nice idea. Listen, does the Australian housing market have an affinity to the USA? So are we going to be, is this drop you're talking about to do with the loss of the AAA rating? Are we going to be troubled by that or is that is that going to benefit our housing market? It's a good question. I suppose uh, China really is the dominant influence on our economy these days, but uh, we, we feel that the Australian housing market has turned south um, on its own and that's predominantly because the wages we're earning cannot realistically cover the costs of buying a property. And what's going on is that those few people who are still buying are buying on the expectation that that property will go up in value over the next two years and they will be able to sell at a profit for a capital gain. Now that is a definition of a bubble a property bubble and it's that um, uh, divergence from uh, the reality of our wages to the dreams of making this magic mud money in real estate that um, has suckered the whole global economy into this this property game. So, uh, you know, the AAA rating downgrade for America is an issue, but um, on top of the huge debt levels we're in and the reality of our wages, they have um, a bigger bearing on the Australian property market, if you ask me. Speaking of expectations as well, I mean, do you think that we're also digging um, ourselves as buyers into a bit of a hole, like all, always wanting sort of the new shinier things and looking at sort of the, the you know, the, the, the cheaper versions of things? Do you think that we, being such a um, materialistic kind of society that we're going to want the bigger things that we can't actually afford? Well, I don't really buy into that Gen X, Gen Y sort of uh, pigeonholing that the baby boomers seem to be pushing down our throats because um, the majority of homes uh, that first homeowners buy are actually old, you know, uh, are old homes in established suburbs. They're not in big new McMansions out on the suburbs. So um, I I dispute that claim that uh, uh, you know, we're sort of a, a, a luxury-seeking um, generation or two. But, um, yeah, I think really it comes down to timing and entering the market at the right time. And when you see that um, in the first 12 months of America's property price correction, their property prices dropped 4%. Well, in the last 12 months in Australia, ours have dropped 5.4%. So um, if I dare bore you with another economic statistic, our mortgage debt to GDP was 18% higher than what America's was at the top of their property bubble. So what does that mean, uh, the top of their property bubble? So the average uh, mortgage debt per capita, so that's... The average mortgage debt per person in America uh, over the total economy's output for the year was 18% lower in America than what it has been here in Australia at the peak of our bubble. 
Fantastic, Carl. Thank you very much. Now, when is this film, uh, the documentary, debuting and where? It is debuting this Wednesday. You can uh, buy tickets uh, through Real Estate for Ransom, the number for ransom.com. It's 7 p.m. at Acme Cinemas at Federation Square. Fantastic. It sounds like something that a lot of our listeners, and myself included, would love to get to. Now, coming up in just under four minutes, Liza Minnelli. We all love a bit of Liza. She goes S&M. Anastasia's going to tell you all about that in Gossip. Your voice, your radio station. Joy 94.9. You're with Ali, Anastasia and Michael on the Roundup on Joy 94.9. Let us know your thoughts throughout the show. SMS 0427 JOY 949 or call us on 1300 956 949. It's gossip time on the Roundup Celebs are Bad. That we found out Anastasia and the crew will tell you what they did do. Madonna's bad, Britney's sad, Lady Gaga's wearing a bag. It's gossip time. Gotta go, gotta get on. Gossip time with the show. Gossip time. It's gossip time. Gets me every time, Michael. I love it. It's gossip time. <laughs> well, yes, welcome to the gossip section. I have a whole stack of stuff for you today. And Michael, yes. especially for you. Wise or Brittany and Gaga? Maybe. And maybe some Beyonce? Oh, no, and, no. And- well, okay, I've got a little bit of Gaga gossip for you. Go. Um, she was at the Britney Spears concert. What? So your two, well, your girlfriend and your ex-girlfriend <laughs> are now best mates. Really? Um, she, oh, that's t- messy. Uh, Britney performing, she said um, that she had a very special guest and in the VIP section, dancing and drinking was Gaga. I think you missed the bigger story here. Britney right. Spears actually said something at her own concert. Oh. Because normally she mimes the entire show and pipes at a hello, Australia. Well, then maybe that's, all, maybe that's all she said. That was it. Uh, any Glee fans in the room? Yes. Are you going to be seeing the 3D Glee concert movie thing that's coming out? Okay, I'm not that guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know Jane Lynch and her character Sue Sylvester? Yeah. She's in the preview for the movie, but she has been cut from the film. What? Yeah, uh, no idea why, um, but her character has been cut from from that particular film. But she is in the DVD extras, so it's not like she's being she's not being kicked off the show or anything. Is she's just been cut from the film. That because it's a, like a concert and they're singing and she doesn't. Yeah, really do singing? She, she didn't go on the on the concert tour and they just showed clips of her. But yeah. it's it's like they they were meant to actually have her in and they chopped her out. Oh, I do love a bit of Phil Sylvester. She's good. So Liza Minnelli fans as well. I am such a Liza fan. Mm. Anyway, she's caused a little bit of controversy and she has been in a photo shoot with the infamous Terry Richardson um, doing some very revealing shots. Okay. She's posed in handcuffs and leather for a provocative new magazine spread. Nice. How old is Liza? Oh, gosh. Very, very, I think is the answer. Yeah, she's she's in the, the late... Something or others. The late something. But yeah, as as we looked at them earlier, Photoshop has been quite kind. She looks, these. She looks amazing. She's smoking hot in these photos. Ali's going to put them on Facebook. Yeah. And if you know anything about Terry Richardson, he's quite an infamous photographer as well. He's, okay. He's got a bit of a, um, a, a naughty background. 
but um, I won't go into that today. <laughs> Any, uh, which next up, Charlie Sheen's character on Two and a Half Men. We know he's not there anymore, quite yep. obviously, but we also know he's been killed off. But it turns out he is being killed off by what was it again? It was something. Oh, he's getting mowed down by a subway train. What? Yep. I thought he was going to France on an extended holiday. Yeah, that's what they call it. France on an extended holiday. But he's being mowed on the get Yeah, he's yeah. So he's getting um. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> At least he's using public transport. That's true. And no. you wouldn't think from his character. Yeah. Next up, Rihanna. We all love a bit of Riri. Guess how much she's spending on her daily do. <gasps> well, I read this before, so I could tell you. <sighs> yes. Actually, it seems a bit exorbitant. It was like 14 something pounds. pounds a week on her, on hair. her hairstylist. And it still looks Which, gross. may I add, is $22,000 Australian a week. dollars. A week. And it looks awful. Yeah. I'm not sure how much you can really put to this. And they're also saying that she has a stylist that's worth £2,000 a day. Oh, wow. Um, so, it will, or I guess, you know. That's a lot of styling. Yeah. £2,000 worth. Well, she's had a few disasters in the past. Maybe she needs a bit, a little bit of help. Mm. <laughs> um, and that is all I've got today. I thought I had another one, but it turns out I don't. Oh, we all think we've got another one, and then we don't. Now, coming up, you'll find out which one of us has sticky fingers, Ali. That's coming up in just under five minutes. First, though, it's a little bit of Beth Ditto and the gossip we do love then. This is... Love Long Distance, you're listening to The Roundup on Joy 94.9. Calling yourself a romantic, let me explain. Been across the whole Atlantic and back again. I had it with your antics, your childish game. The Gossip with Love Long Distance. You're with Ellie Anastasia and Michael on The Roundup on Joy 94.9. And check us out on facebook.com forward slash The Roundup on Joy 94.9. Email us on air at joy.org.au or text message 0427 Joy 949. Now, have you got sticky fingers? I reckon Anastasia and Ali probably do. Did you <laughs> know that the red stapler is the most accidentally stolen item from the Australian workplace when it comes to pretty crime, where do you draw the line? Oh, I rhyme. Again. Well, well, we and uh, come on, you guys. Do you steal petty crime? Yeah. Bit of pinching, you know, maybe a few grapes from the supermarket, something out of the stationery cabinet, bit of sticky tape. We want to know if you steal, if you pinch, if you're, uh, if you've got sticky fingers. So uh, let us know. Oh four two seven joy nine four nine or on air at joy.org.au. Uh, do you have sticky fingers? Have you got some guilty pinching pleasures? I think we all do. Oh. Hello. Oh, indeed. Still a pinch. Um, yeah, there are so many things that we can like talk about with this because, I mean, you cannot go through life without just, you know, a pee in the grocery section, which I saw a guy. He was walking around the other day with a, a whole snow pee stuck in his mouth. Just, That's kind of gross, right? I know. A, you haven't washed. paid for it. And B, it's not washed. Ooh. No. And B, it's a frozen pee. But it's like he did it so blasé as well. You know, he just took it, was waving it around. Well, not obviously waving it around. With me with my fancy feet. <laughs> but no, no care for the fact that there could be someone that worked there just around the corner. But, yeah, I mean, we've all had a little steal. We do have. Indeed. Indeed, we have had a steal. 
We have indeed. Are there- <laughs> well, there are some other ways. Sorry. Well, there are some other ways that we can steal as well without even realising it. Okay. So in the workplace, there are so many things that you can do that you probably didn't even realise that you were stealing from your boss. And I'm talking about using the photocopier for your own things. What? Yes. That's not stealing. Stealing. My using the is- company's fax machine for personal use. Oh. Taking longer coffee breaks or a smoke break, which I've got to say as a non-smoker, I get really antsy when people keep going out for long Me breaks. Me too, right, because they're stealing the boss's time. Yeah. Using the phone for personal calls. Um, what about like... Sleeping under the desk sleep- and well, working. Sleeping under the desk, hello. Surfing the web, being on Facebook for a couple of minutes every hour. Oh. That is... Well... <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, that is stealing. Well, Anastasia and I need to be handcuffed now because we do that all day. I know. All day I have it open all day, so there you go. But there's just some ways that you could um you could actually steal from your boss without even realizing. And do you it. know that somebody has actually done a list of things that you can steal, which we're going to tell you about in a moment, aren't we, Ali? We are indeed going to tell you about that in just a moment. We've had an SMS in about what you can pinch from work. Yes, surfing the web and um, free stationery. Well, (laughs) free. James says, okay, it's not free. I steal it. Fair enough, fair enough. And you know what? Stationery is definitely on that list of, I don't know how people compile these lists, um, you know, being well-balanced and well-read and well-researched like we are on the Roundup. I don't know how people come up with these lists of things, but they do. And coming in at number eight, I'm bringing this one up for a reason. It's because it's something you think people would steal at number one. It's just the pen. Mm. Number eight on the list. Makes you wonder what's at number one, doesn't it? What is at number one? I You've... don't know. I don't know. We need some more confessions of <laughs> you stealing things on 0427JOY949. We have had another SMS in from Irina. She is a big thief of flexi time, faking those work timesheets so that you get more flexi time. That's very naughty, Irina. That very is naughty. very naughty. I don't naughty. know what flexi time So is. flexi time is this thing that you get in some professions where say you have to work seven and a half hours every day if you work nine hours that excess time builds up and you can take it back okay so she fakes her time sheet so she has more excess flexi time um, i think we've all done that yeah. just a little i'm honest oh, that's very good of you peter says oh stationary what is it with stationary you just can't help nicking it even if you don't need it right i currently have been borrowing uh pink post-its and highlighter pens pink post-its yep i, I like it to, peter i have to say you guys I went through my um through my stationery drawer in my desk, my home desk the other day, and there were so many highlighters and post-it notes that I am so positive that I haven't bought. I think that I'm guilty of borrowing the work stationery from if, time to time. Not my current job, of course, if you're listening. If we're talking about stationery borrowing, haven't we all taken a few too many pens at one stage at IKEA? At IKEA? It's like a... A little handful of no, those I've little, never those little pencils. <laughs> <laughs> they give them to you, though. That's yeah, not I know. stealing. Well, it is if you take more than one. Okay, mm. let's go back to this list. Okay, so yeah. coming in at number four on the list. So I've jumped from eight to four. Okay. Number four, this is something, it's a big item. It's a big ticket steal. It is your mug, your coffee mug from the <gasps> kitchen. You steal your coffee mug from the kitchen. I must admit, I have got a very cute um, Sesame Street Oscar the Grouch coffee cup, which I 
definitely acquired from a previous job. But that's because it's very cute. Mm. Mm. Not me. We've actually, at, at my work, we've got one of the guys that we work with's face printed on one, some of our coffee mugs and it really, <laughs> it's really not a, a, an incentive to steal No, them. that's a really good way to <laughs> get strange. your stuff to not steal them. Yes. Come on, Mike, I'm on, the, I'm on the edge of my seat. What's number three on the number list three. of most stolen things number from the three, office? Number three, and we just had an SMS in from Paulie who admits to this one, sticky tape. And sticky can- tape's excellent because you can use it for all of your um, wrapping up goods, which you never end up buying. I, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a bit of a nick, nicker of sticky Absolutely. tape. Absolutely. And I mean, sticky tape, it's so useful. And that has come in at number three, number third most stolen thing. I'll tell you number two now at the same time. It's the humble highlighter. People like their bright pinks, which is the most stolen colour. Guilty. Don't know why. Guilty as charged. We've had a, a quick message in from Melanie who says she was in the supermarket queue the other day and the two women in front of her had eaten some of their stuff before even paying for it. She said, I don't think it's right to eat food in the supermarket before paying. Why do people do it? It's not like there was even a big queue or anything. I'm sure they could have waited until leaving. And, you know, those people always look really greedy. Like, can you just not wait until you're through the line? Like, I see the ones with the Mars bars half unwrapped. And it's like, can you just not show some self-restraint? Yeah. Let us, a little bit. Let us know if you've ever... If you've got sticky fingers, have you pinched from the workstationery cabinet? Have you eaten some food at the supermarket or drunk a bottle of water at the supermarket before you paid for it and maybe just forgot to put it through the checkout? Or, you know, are you guilty of maybe, I don't know, some other sort of sticky fingered behaviour that you might think is okay? SMS us on 0427 JOY949 or email on air at joy.org.au just like Ren from St Kilda has. Uh, Ren says I find furniture on nature strips apparently that's stealing. That is stealing and that is so (sighs) annoying. You're stealing from the council. It's It's the best thing ever finding stuff on the side of the road and yeah I can't believe that they actually call that stealing when people do want their things to get you know, you know, and I mean, how are they going to persecute you for that? That's just ridiculous, yeah. really ridiculous. Let us know your stealing thoughts. Do you think that that is ridiculous that you can be persecuted for stealing off the council side collection? Zero four two seven joy nine four nine. I've been gone for too long. Think it's time I bring it back. I've been gone for too long. Now it's time I take it back. Yeah, yeah, you like it when I move it to the beat like that. Got that bump bump in your jaw. Got them speakers burning low. Joy Melbourne is a gay and lesbian volunteer-based community radio station committed to providing a voice for the diverse lesbian and gay communities, enabling freedom of expression, the breaking down of isolation and the celebration of our culture, achievements and pride. You're on the Roundup on Australia's only gay and lesbian radio station. Give us a call and talk to Rob, one three hundred joy 949 Let us know what you're thinking. We are talking about sticky fingers where you accidentally or not so accidentally steal something from work or perhaps the shops. And we've got a whole heap of feedback. We do indeed. Luke from Preston says, I work for Coles and there was one woman who came up to me and asked if I could open the bottle of Coke for her. What the? Daniel from, from St Kilda says, it's skanky and common and the perpetrators should be publicly 
publicly humiliated. Mm. Daniel, that's very full on. I think that's in relation to people eating food in the supermarket uh, um, before they pay for it. That's so, like a public hanging, what he's suggesting, though. Yeah. You're whipping through the streets. Indeed. Yeah, what would you do? How would you publicly humiliate those people? I don't know. Anyway, Paul says, if I um, desperately needed a drink out of a bottle or some chips from a packet, etc., to stop me getting dizzy, lethargic, I'd have them, but make sure I put the bottle or packet in my trolley and pay for it. Good work, Paul. That's very good. Johnny says, it makes me sick when I see fatties who can't wait to devour cakes, crisps and chalky bars that they've picked up. You can't be that hungry. <laughs> That's so controversial. <laughs> yes. And one last one. Chris says, I used to do this as a child. I'd be hungry while shopping, so my parents would give me some chips or something, and then we'd just pay for the packet. Um, no one ever had a problem with it, but then again, I was only six at the time. I think doing this as an adult is a bit strange. Yeah. Absolutely. Let us know your thoughts. 0427 Joy 949 on anything we've talked about tonight. Can you afford a house? The housing crisis in this state. And of course, sticky fingers. We'll find out what you think next on the Roundup. First though, a bit of angsty girl pop. It's Kelly Clarkson. Yes, welcome back to the joy uh, to the roundup on Joy ninety four point nine. Oh, welcome back to the joy. Got my tongue there. Lots hasn't of it? joy on the roundup, <laughs> indeed. Huge show tonight. Lots of feedback on all of our topics. We have indeed, and we've got um, just a couple regarding the housing. Glenn says, um, "I regard housing at the moment as not a store of wealth, but a guaranteed way of losing your shirt in a market that has run out of greater fools." Wow, delicious. That is. Kind of, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. And David says property is by far the biggest investment that 99% of us will make. But the smoke and mirrors that are involved in trying to discover what the property property market has done and what might be wrong with it is just plain wrong. Yes. There you go. It's tricky. And Jessica says in regards to the food from the supermarket, I've only ever done it when pregnant and it was essential. (laughs) It was essential that I ate something that very second in capitals. I had an urge for gherkins. (laughs) I just needed them right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good on you, Jessica. You you should do that. I salute that all the way. We have had a very big show tonight on the Roundup, as we always do. You can keep up with us throughout the week, facebook.com forward slash the Roundup on Joy. 94.9. Don't forget to like us when you are there so that we feel better about ourselves. That would be very nice. And of course, have a fantastic week. As always, you've been listening to Ali, Anastasia and Michael on The Roundup. Goodbye. Have a great week. Hi, this is Katie Underwood and I tune into Joy 94.9 because I think it's beautiful, beautiful, yeah. It's so beautiful, beautiful. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.